are elite. For everything you need to know about Mercedes Monet's AEW debut, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. We have an update on Conan following yesterday's health scare. A former WWE star is undergoing multiple surgeries next month and we catch up with Impact Wrestling's ODB. TNA and Impact, they've always been my home and family and every time they call, I answer the phone, so <laughs> that's a good sign. For Friday, February the 19th, 2021, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. Yo, you know those fools with the black and white and red be talking about that for life, but K-Dog, yo sigo siendo un vato loco forever, but more importantly than all that, Columbus is body about it and... Oh, yeah. Yo, you know, it feels real weird to be up here without my dogs, without my crew. You know, I've thought about this in my mind. And Nash and Luger, you guys are some punk mark busters. From the very beginning, you were in cahoots with Bischoff and Hogan. Every time I told you, there goes Hogan and Planet Hollywood in Orlando, we had him. I told you, drop him. You said, nah, dog, I'll get him when I want. When we saw Hogan in Miami coming out of his limo, I said, let's squash him now. Nash said, nah, man, I got a plan for him. That's all bull. You guys were always in cahoots. You guys tried to humiliate the K-Dog. But you know what? It ain't gonna happen, because I represent all these people that have come up, people that came from the hood. That's right. I broke the, I broke the prototype of what a star's supposed to be like. You and Luger gave me a chance. You let me be all that I can be. You know what? We broke bread together. We spent holidays together. You put me in the gym when I was out of shape. You guys got me back in shape. When my baby boy died, I cried in your arms. When I was in lockdown, you know, I told you my whole life, Kev, you turned your back on me. Now that whole crew of strawberries that follows you and Hogan are gonna have to pay. Because you know what, Nash, Luger, what you did to me, you did to all these people because they were the ones that put me where I am tonight. I'm never gonna let them down, but you know what? You know nothing about me, Vida Loca. You know nothing about thug life. Now you and Lex, just remember this. I'm gonna be up your rear ends like a pair of tight jeans. You guys are gonna have to, when you're at a red light, Look to your right, because you don't know who I'm going to come with. When you're at the airport, you think somebody's coming behind you for an autograph, 
turn around because it might be me and my crew. If I got to yell at Goldberg, if I got to holler at DDP for some help, I will. But believe this, it's now going to be on. But more importantly than all that, Steiner, Buff, Eric, Hogan, Lex, and Nash, get ready to bow down, toss my salad, and peel my potatoes. Conan from WCW back in the late 90s. Always an incredible stick, man. We have a brief update on Conan following news of a health scare from yesterday. Dave Meltzer and Hugo Savanovich posted online that Conan had been hospitalized due to, as well as kidney issues, testing positive for COVID-19. Many people across the wrestling world tweeting out their love and support for Conan yesterday. A lucha legend, formerly part of WCW, WWE, Impact Wrestling, even appearing on AEW on the odd occasion as well. MLW CEO Court Bauer, who has been working closely with Conan on a partnership between MLW and AAA, tweeted out in the last few hours, please know Conan is doing better and appreciates the love and support we here at cultaholic also send our best wishes to conan recovering from issues with his kidney and a positive test for covid19 when we know more about the condition of conan we will let you know more at cultaholic.com hi my name is heath i used to have a last name but now a billionaire keeps it in a safe and if you know me it ain't no secret i need a job And it's not only because I have kids. Daddy, Daddy, can we get a water sign for a pool? Yeah! I don't know, baby. Can we? I also need a job because this professional wrestling is what I love to do. And look, I can go anywhere I want to, but... Excuse me, sir. You know you're not welcome. Like I was saying, I can go anywhere I want, but where I want to be is an impact wrestler. How in the world can you say no to these two beautiful faces? Scott, you'd be stupid when my dad is not on impact. He's one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Way more people want impact than my dad on. Scott, my dad was wrestling 14 years. He does not know how to do anything else. Please let him have a chance. Yes, God. Heath Slater, now Heath, got injured in the Call Your Shot Battle Royal for Bound for Glory in October. He gave us a video update on his condition on Twitter yesterday, and he revealed that he will be undergoing surgery for numerous injuries on Monday, March the 1st. These injuries include sports hernias on both sides of his pubic bone, uh, rips on both sides of his abdomen and an off-the-bone abductor muscle as well. Now, the announcement's been a long time coming. I think a lot of people thought that he'd already had the surgery and was rehabilitating, uh, but it hasn't happened yet simply because he said he wanted to find a doctor that could take care of all of these injuries and surgeries at once, get them all sorted, rehab properly, and all being well, be back later into 2021 best wishes to Heath who 
started off so promisingly with impact and to, to suffer that injury during the battle royal really knocked things back for him we know that once he is up and running once again at 100 percent we're going to see some good things from heath as part of impact wrestling over the summer of 2020 a lawsuit was dismissed by the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit by a group of former wrestlers led by lawyer Constantine Kairos. The lawsuit, if you remember, uh, was claiming that WWE didn't protect their best interests from repeated head injuries and concussions that could have resulted in CTE, as well as other mental and physical health issues. Uh, the five plaintiffs in this case, Billy Jack Haynes, Russ McCullough, Ryan Sakoda, Luther Reigns, and the wife of the late Nelson Fraser, a.k.a. Viscera or Mabel, found their case dismissed by the U.S. Court of Appeals more than half a year ago. And we can update you this morning to say that that group of former wrestlers who were suing the company are appealing to the U.S. Supreme Court. They are asking the country's highest court to hear appeals from some of the lower court rulings, those that were dismissed during the case. See, back in 2018, a court in Connecticut uh, said the claims were frivolous and or filed after the statute of limitations had expired. And they are appealing for the US Supreme Court uh, to hear these dismissed cases once again. Jerry McDivitt, who is representing the WWE during this case, told Associated Press he doesn't believe this second attempt will succeed. When we know more about this, you will know more as well at cultaholic.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Brandon Thurston from WrestleNomics has given this bit of information saying that a large number of WWE employees, after being told they won't be getting bonuses this year, are to be given $3,000 stock awards in March. This comes just about a week after they were told there will be no raises and no bonuses and no promotions incoming uh, as a result of some uncertainty in the marketplace. This caused a lot of negativity within WWE HQ and it looks as if stock awards are going to be the way they're going to placate it. Dave Meltzer has said the reason for the decision originally uh, to not give promotions, bonuses and the like is that WWE missed their stock price target despite the company announcing record revenue and a new $1 billion deal for the WWE Network. They've said, well, because we didn't miss, we missed our stock target, then no one's getting promoted or, or bonused. But they are getting rewards with awards in the stock market. So... I imagine some will be happily taking that with open arms. Some may want a little bit a little bit more. We'll find out. Impact Wrestling have announced that Sacrifice is their next pay-per-view event. It'll be Saturday, March 13th. We see Sacrifice 
on the Impact Plus streaming service. Also this week, some great news for Impact Wrestling, as this past week's episode drew the best ratings in two months. 197,000 viewers on Axis on Tuesday night, which is up from 153 from last week. Uh, Good numbers for Impact Wrestling. And what was the real reason why we didn't get Karrion Cross and Santos Escobar on Wednesday? Dave Meltzer gives us an update saying, there was a medical reason I heard yesterday. It's a storyline out of necessity, not a planned storyline. The match was supposed to happen on NXT and it could not. I was really surprised they announced it for next week, but they did. Clearly, NXT believe whatever the medical reason is will be resolved in the next seven days. Following a surprise return to Impact Wrestling, here is Cultaholic's Mitch Wadden catching up with the four-time Knockouts champion, ODB. Wait, Gregor, is that... Could it be? It's ODB! ODB's yeah. in the house! Aligned with Susan and Kimber, there was like a question mark there. And ODB is just wrecking shop all through the ring. ODB is a special human being. Everything you're seeing here has gone through the river that is ODB. The frame builders of Impact's unique history are all watching, and you never know who'll be coming next. ODB of Impact Wrestling, how are you? Oh boy, I'm good. Working on, you know, my food truck schedule and uh, then I got to go rub some pork butts in a bit. (laughs) (laughs) You make it sound so appealing. Straight right in, a couple of weeks ago, you shocked the uh, Impact Wrestling fans by making your return to the uh, Impact Zone and, and getting back in the ring. What was that like for you? What did it feel like after a year away? Actually, it felt pretty good. Like my body feels good. Uh, I've actually been working out even harder, even before I got the phone call. So I was actually ready. And when I watched myself, I normally don't like watching myself <laughs> on TV. But I watched, and I was like, damn, all right, I still got it. Yeah. <laughs> you were feeling it. You were, you were into that. I was feeling it, even with no crowd. Like, that was a little different. But it still felt good, though. I was like, mm-hmm. damn. So I know there's, you know, millions of people watching at home. It, even though there's an empty arena, it's still... Still felt good. I still felt it. Having been so so used to wrestling in front of crowds for your entire career, the first time walking out without fans. That was a little different. I'm like, because normally, you know, I'm hearing the fans, you know, ODB, and I'm like, anyone out here? I'm like, oh <laughs> shit, this might be a long match. <laughs> and you start to you start to feel it like when you're in the match, you know, and like you're getting out of breath mm. and you don't have that crowd behind you, it really it, it's 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 way different. So you really got to focus on like your breathing in the matches. Some of the guys were like, you know, it is a little different out there. You'll kind of experience. I'm like, well, you know, back in our indie days, I was used to wrestling in front of five, 10 people. So (laughs) (laughs) I saw an interview you did a couple of weeks back where you said this, uh, this run, you weren't coming back full time. What what, what are you looking at this? uh, How's this run looking for you? What do you want to get out of this run? Oh boy. They just want to keep having me back, (laughs) which honestly, I don't mind because it, get, it takes me away from my food truck. It helps a food truck. It's mm-hmm. like, a you know, I'm still on TV and they let me promote all that. And honestly, I wouldn't mind being a full-timer right now. Where the state of the knockout division is as well at the moment, some very talented wrestlers. Yeah. It must be an honor, really, that they keep phoning you and saying, will you come back and, and do this or do that? It, it does feel good because I've never knocked on anyone's door. And that was the best thing about me. I never begged for a job mm-hmm. anywhere. And TNA and Impact, they've been 
they've always been my home and family and every time they call I answer the phone so <laughs> that's a good sign who's really standing out to you at the moment in that knockout division oh boy there's a couple uh Deanna Perez and I got to get in the ring with her uh so you'll see that match coming up soon um she our chemistry was just awesome I mean we've never worked with each other and just the way we're so different you know like she she brought stuff out of me that you probably haven't seen in a while she mm -hmm. kind of like she's kind of like my gail kim from back in the day and then uh jordan uh jordan grace has a lot of potential and every time i see her she gets even better and more intense she's kind of like a mini rhino i look at her like that <laughs> <laughs> what an endorsement yeah right <laughs> with the um we're seeing a lot in the the world of wrestling at the moment a lot of cross promotion and talks about uh you know companies working together we've seen it with impact and AEW and, and then yeah. new japan as well with that in mind have, have you got any interest in any of those superstars any of those promotions that you're looking at and going yes please yeah like i've been to japan once and that was three, about three years ago. So kind of mm. later in my career, but it was, I loved it. And I would love to go. I mean, shoot, who wouldn't want to go on a Japan tour? <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be pretty badass. Yes, I would love to represent the knockout division and go to Japan again. Hear more from Mitch Wadden's conversation with ODP right now at cultaholic.com. Did you miss me? Every Friday at Cultaholic.com, we present the news you may have missed. Stories that went under the wrestling radar over the past seven days. To tell us more, currently nestled in the Czech countryside is our writer for Cultaholic.com, Lewis Housen. Happy Friday, Lewis. Happy Friday, Tom. Thank you for having me on. I'd say what have you got planned for the weekend, but no one's got anything planned for the weekend because everything is closed, Lewis. That's correct. Even here in the uh, Czech countryside where I reside, um, nothing is open and we're pretty much locked down as well here. So, yeah. Greetings from here in, in cold northeast of England to you there in the beautiful Czech countryside. Oh, how I miss it. Let's take a look at some of the stories this week. Lewis, how has CM Punk paid homage to a WWE legend? Yeah, good question. Um, so that's one of the things we're going to be looking at in the article this week. Um, CM Punk um, was paying tribute to Harley Race, um, the late great Harley Race, WWE Hall of Famer. Uh, was someone who was something of a mentor to CM Punk. Um, and Punk actually mentioned at the back end of 2019 that he planned on getting a Harley Race tattoo, tribute tattoo, and he's went ahead and done that this week, which is very similar to one that Harley himself had. It was a peacock, um, but he's updated the design and added um, a crown, similar uh, kind of a replica of the one that Harley wore um, while he was the king in WWE. Lewis, you've been a wrestling fan for a while. Do you have happy memories of, of Harley Race? I do, yeah. I mean, it was a little bit before my time. I was actually, before I got into the wrestling writing and editing and, and that side of things, I was actually a wrestler um, on the in independent circuit in the northeast kind of in Newcastle um, in the 2000s and you know when people talk about um, studying tapes and people you should watch especially for like the fundamentals and the basics making things believable and um, his was always a name that would come up like oh you should go and watch Harley Race and that kind of slower more methodical style I really enjoy that there'll never be another one and CM Punk paying homage to him this man. week uh, Lewis why does Hoff have heat with Hulk and um, the Hoff you're referring to of course is David Hasselhoff legend um, of uh, acting yes. stage and screen absolutely a staple of 80s and 90s popular culture 
Um, and Hoff apparently, allegedly, had some issues with Hulk, um, according to former WCW booker and wrestler Kevin Sullivan. Um, on his podcast this week, he mentioned that when Hogan, uh, Randy Savage, Ric Flair, Vader, and Sullivan himself were filming a, an episode of Baywatch, the Hoff wasn't involved, um, and apparently didn't even visit the set, and Sullivan basically said it was because he had some issues with Hogan. Um, and there might have been a little bit of jealousy involved. That is obviously a match we all want to see, is Hogan against the Hoff. I'm sad could... we never saw it. Like, during the height of the rock and wrestling era, the Hoff being involved in wrestling. Didn't ha- I can't believe it didn't happen on some, like, late-night Channel 5 celebrity wrestling um, show, because it's just, yeah, it's so bizarre. But yeah, apparently that's it. He didn't go into too much depth about what it was about, but he just said that Hoff wasn't around, and everyone else was nice. Pamela Anderson was lovely. The rest of the cast and crew are great, but notable by his absence was the half. Staying with Hollywood, what is this about Eugene the movie? It's kind of hard to talk about Eugene now because he was around WWE for a while, but people tend to forget how much of a focus he was as a character. And um, when he first arrived in 2004, he was all over the show, um, you know, in the mix in the major storylines with people like Triple H. And he was always doing stuff with uh, Eric Bischoff as the Raw General Manager. He was all over television and, you know, WWE management and the writers were apparently very high on him. So much so, in fact, one of the head writers at the time, Brian Gewertz, I think is how you pronounce it. I know, I know that's an ongoing joke. Is it Gewertz, Gewertz, whatever? I think Brian Gewertz. I believe it's Johnson. So Todd Smith, one of the, the WWE <laughs> writers at the time. And... Um, he took some time away from his uh, main writing duties. He took a few months, apparently. This is according to Nick Dinsmore, who portrayed the Eugene character uh, when speaking with Chris Jericho on the Talk is Jericho podcast this week. He said that uh, Brian took a few months off and wrote a film um, with Eugene as the central character. And the whole premise was, you know, Eugene trying to get into wrestling um, and sort of bumbling his way into WWE. Um, and it would have included, you know, all of these crazy scenes, Eugene wrestling a bear, as you do. It didn't end up happening in the end, for whatever reason. So apparently, um, a lot of it ended up in the Big Show movie, the WWE Studios film that came out uh, many years later. Count our lucky stars that we only ended up with Knucklehead. Isn't that, isn't that a worrying thing, Lewis, that we have to go, thank goodness we only got Knucklehead? That's the lesser of the evils on this video. <laughs> Absolutely. The news you may have missed is at cultaholic.com right now. Uh, the man behind the words is Lewis House. Lewis, thanks for joining me on the podcast this morning. Thanks again, Tom. Have a good weekend. On the Cultaholic Twitch stream today, it is Love You Bye Fridays. The last one for two weeks. I hope you come by and have a chat with me live from the isolation station. I'll be taking your calls. Also, Ross is back tonight from 6 p.m. GMT playing himself some FIFA. Enjoyed watching Ross doing FIFA goodness when he's there and you good to see him back on there tonight. YouTube today, we have nine pitches for Elimination Chamber, plus our predictions for the Elimination Chamber later on today as well. Across the weekend, we will have reactions, what happened at, graded, and the WTF moments from this Sunday's pay-per-view as well. On the Cultaholic podcast feed, it is the Cultaholic Classic Raw review. Myself and Justin Henry are at 1995. We're on the go-home show for the first ever in in your house. Join us back in time on Saturday afternoon and I will speak to you in two weeks.
I'm taking some time away. So this podcast will return in two weeks' time. Maybe use this time to catch up on some classic episodes of Desert Island Graps. Or maybe get up to speed with the classic Raw or SmackDown review. Or just, you know, do what you want. I'm, I'm not your dad. Do whatever you like. Thank you for all your support of the Cultaholic podcast. I will speak to you in two weeks. Don't forget to join us. I love you. Bye. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 